Hi, I'm Dr. Céline Bouchard from Quebec City. I'm a gynecologist from Centre Médical Santé Femmes. I work on menopause mostly. I had the chance to assist at the NAMS meeting and to do a report of one of the presentations that I appreciate. It's the uh, effect of phesolinetan on moderate to severe rhizomatous symptoms in subgroup based on hormone therapy history. It's a pooled data from two randomized phase three studies. It was presented by Nanette Santoro from uh, Colorado School of Medicine. So the background, uh, HT is effective for treating menopause-related BMS. Everybody knows that. Some women cannot or choose not to take HT. The, uh, it was reported that up to 54 to 79% of eligible women are averse to taking HT. Fesolinetan is the first class non-hormonal selective NK3 receptor antagonist for treatment of moderate to severe VMS. It was uh, approved by FDA in May 2023. It's an oral tablet, 45 milligrams once daily, and Skylight 1, 2, and 4 phase 3 studies support its efficacy, safety, and tolerability. Skylight 1 and 2 pooled subgroup analysis uh, is the objective was to assess physiolinetan efficacy and safety in subjects who were, consider were considered potentially unsuitable for HT. So Skylight 1 and 2 were identical. It was a 12-week phase 3 randomized control trial, followed by 40 weeks active treatment extension. Eligible women were aged 40, 40 to 65 years with moderate to severe VMS, having uh, more than uh, seven hot flashes by day from, for uh, almost 10 days pre-randomization. And they were, at the beginning, they were randomized 111, placebo, fesolinetan 30 milligram and fesolinetan 45. And after that, after 12 weeks, they all were on the physiolinetan, either 30 or 45. And, they, and it was like that up to 52 weeks. So the participant demographic, uh, here the characteristic, the mean age was 44 in the placebo or physiolinetan 45 milligram. Uh, the race were almost white, 80% were white. Uh, and the BMI was a bit, uh, High, but not obese. Uh, weeks since onset of hot flashes was at most uh, six six years, six years of, uh, of, uh, of uh, menopause, and the hysterectomy was done in 30% of patients. So for the group, the HT unsuitable subgroup, uh, what is that? It's comprised uh, HT contraindicated it, uh, is a group uh, where they have mostly thromboembolism. HT caution was a group with patients having, uh, having risk for cardiac disease or breast disease. HT stopped for medical concern. It was stopped because by a physician, because of migraine, because of side effects. 
NHT averse subgroup was patients who, who don't want to take HT. So the if you see the most important is the 45 milligram, it's uh, the blue line. The red one was the 30 milligram, it will not uh, go in a medication on the market. So the 40, the 45 is the, the pill that we talk about. So uh, if you have the contraindication, the caution, the stopper for medical concern, the averse, and uh, the naive and willing, it's a patient having just the, the menopause and uh, just finishing the transition, and they are willing to take HT. It's a group that is it's difficult to understand. Unsuitable is all the group, uh, group the, the group, the contraindication, the caution, the stopper, and the averse. And you can see that for the, the frequency to of moderate to severe, it was uh, very, very, very significant. There was a, a great a, a difference between the placebo and uh, the patient treated with the fesolineta. What happened with uh, the severity to moder of moderate to severe VMS at 12 weeks, irrespective of OHT or hormonal therapy history? Uh, the same uh, group, uh, contraindicated caution stopper uh, and uh, averse, and the group, uh, the total group is unsuitable. And you can see that is all, all significant with a decrease in severity of moderate to severe VMS for the 45 or for the 30, but 30s will not be on the market. What about the improvement of self-reported sleep disturbance at 12 weeks, irrespective of, of hormonotherapy history? So the promise, uh, what is the promise is a is a questionnaire about a self a self questionnaire about the, the sleep and, and this they, they do it for seven days on recall and they score for if it's high because you sleep not well if if it's low you sleep well so in the group uh, of contraindicated caution stop for medical concern or averse, and uh, the, for the total unsuitable, it, it was you, you notice a trend uh, of a decrease of uh, increase the sleep, so decrease the score, and uh, but it was not significant, but we have a trend. If we analyze the skylight two, the forty five milligram was uh, significant to uh, to increase the to decrease the sleep disturbances and the skylight one was not significant so uh, with the mix of both it was not significant uh, for the treatment emergent adverse event uh, you can see that physiolenta 45 milligram against placebo uh, for the treatment emergent adverse event it's a uh, 40 percent in the both group and the drug-related adverse event is 11% in one 45 milligram and 10% with the placebo. Serious adverse event was 1% 1, 1 in the physiolineta and 3% uh, and it was uh, biliary dyskinesia, posterior tibial uh, nerves and varicose vein for physiolineta. It was not uh, 
very important for the, the medication. And for drug-related serious adverse event, it was zero and zero. And for the treatment adverse event, for to withdraw for treatment, it was six on the physiognitine group, 2%, and 3.4% in classic book group. And the drug-related adverse event needing to withdraw of treatment was two and two percent. So, and that was zero. So we can say that it was very safe compared to placebo. Physiognitine was very safe to take. So when we see the the side effect, we can see headache. Compare if you see forty-five milligram against placebo, it's around five percent. Dry mouth, two percent around. 0.3% and 2% uh, of nausea, around 1%. So it's almost uh, this, the, the other uh, more in placebo than in the physiolinental group. So it's a very, uh, it's a, a very well taken by patient and uh, not with adverse event, important adverse event. Conclusion, efficacy of physiolinetin in reducing menopause-related VMS frequency and severity in women considered unsuitable for HD was demonstrated in a pooled analysis from Skylight 1 and 2. These findings are consistent with those previously reported in the overall study population. Physiolinetin was well tolerated in a broad subgroup of women considered unsuitable for HD, including those who were averse to HD. And what is our Canadian perspective? Fizolinetan is an effective non-hormonal agent with demonstrated efficacy at reducing VMS frequency and severity. And we know that severity is an important point for patients. Efficacy was consistent across subgroups of women, including those who are not suitable to HD, caution, contraindicated, averse. It is safe with a low rate of clinically significant side effect, even in women who are averse to HD, because patient averse to HD wants to be to have a product safe for them. Based on the sub-analysis, physiolinetin could be offered to menopausal women with symptomatic VMS, even if they have contraindication to HT or are averse to HT. Additional data on VMS-associated sleep parameters are awaited, and it's an important point now that the sleep of, women, of menopause women is an important concern for, for physicians and for women. Thank you very much for your attention. And I, wa I want to thank uh, the company, Estella Company, to, to support uh, this uh, teaching.